0: Welcome, everybody, um, to the Alberta Small Brewers podcast series. It's called All the Best Craft Banter. Um, so I'll start off with introducing myself. My name is Danielle Kellett and I am the marketing and events manager with ASBA. Um, so a little bit about myself. I actually started in this industry, in the beer industry back in 2015, volunteering at a brewery for the first year, um, just kind of working in the tap room, helping out with tours and things like that. And then um, kind of 2016 started on as a full-time employee and worked in continued at that brewery for the next couple of years and then ventured my way over to the Alberta Small Brewers Association into the role I am currently in now. So that's a little bit about me and um, Blair. And I am Blair Verdusco. I am the Executive Director of the Alberta Small Brewers
1: Association. I started in July of 2020, and I come from working in many associations dealing with members, um, doing stakeholder relations, government engagement, and yeah, essentially working with members in every different type of industry you can possibly think of. So I'm really excited to be in this role, and it's been an interesting year to have started. I'm
0: going to ask you a question What's your favorite style of beer? Ooh, I've uh, been around the industry for a little while. Yeah, you know, I came in thinking it was more
1: blonde, but since starting and being able to try a few more, I've really turned over to IPAs. And even though some of our listeners may be like, this isn't really a
0: beer or it's not like a beer style, I do enjoy a sour. Mm, Yes, I I agree. Sours are are becoming actually one of my new favorite beers Mm. What uh, is myself. your favorite beer? Um, that's a tough one. I like so many, but um, some days I feel like I do like a lighter beer, like a blonde or a pilsner. But I feel that most I always tend to to go back to would either be kind of a red ale or actually a stout. I love um, a multi beer um, and a lot of the darker malts, like I love the chocolate flavor malt or more of like a bready style malt. So I kind of find that like red ale brown ales and some stouts and porters are kind of my my cup of tea so but in the summer of course you'll enjoy a lovely patio beer or something a little bit lighter but um so it's seasonal for you (laughs) it's seasonal yeah but i i still i mean i'd still be okay drinking a stout on a patio like i'm not gonna lie like that's
1: it's true a beer on a patio is just a good thing
0: yeah that's kind of my thing. Um, speaking a bit in, in the beer side of things, like what's something interesting that you've learned about beer?
1: Honestly, all the different styles of beer, even within the major styles, you have almost subcategories. <laughs> so it's, it's been interesting just knowing how small changes in how they're brewed or the ingredients used or how long they, they are in certain tanks for and that kind of stuff. It just, it changes the style slightly and people are being inventive too. So you kind of get, some crossovers or like mixed styles or it's been really interesting learning about all the different styles of beer. You've been in the industry for a while. What are the interesting things that you've
0: learned? I think some of the interesting things that I've came across is, man, the so many varieties of hops you can come across and even the malts, like so many different flavors that you can have from. And it's crazy that like some of the hops you can have that will smell like pineapple or, or just, it's crazy. And then you'll have, Some that smell like the earth or like Mm. dirt. And then some that, like, it's just, it's crazy to think that they're all, it all comes from hops.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So that's something interesting that, that I've kind of learned over my time is just you can really play around with the different styles of beer, with the different malts and hops. And it's just crazy. It's just, it's endless. Honestly, it's, it's very interesting, I find. Yeah. I think I
1: put it on a, someone posted on Facebook tasting notes for a beer recently or Instagram one of the two. And they said it had pine. Notes And I was like, that just always throws me off because it's beer. How is there a piney note? But you're so right. Like there's just so many different malts and flavors that can go into a beer that just change it slightly. Like we've seen examples even of two breweries essentially doing the same beer, but they taste slightly different. So it's, it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, it is very cool. It seems just like the possibilities are endless. That's why I think having a, a, a being a brewer would be so much fun because right? you can really play around and a little bit of mad scientist. Yeah. <laughs> like some really cool brews. So um, yeah. that would be, I would love to be able to learn that one day and See even me. brew in my backyard would be so fun
1: <laughs> for everyone listening. I know we have a bunch of people who started out as home brewers. So there you go. Get Danielle little apprentice there.
0: <laughs> Yay, I'd love to, love to. So I'm sure
1: you've learned a lot though, but what's what have you learned about the industry since you've started?
0: Well, you know, so many things, but one thing I think that stands out for me in the particulars of Alberta, mm-hmm. in our industry, in the beer, would be how supportive everybody is of one another like that's not something that you would think would really be a thing because there's so many different breweries of all sizes and so many all over popping up in alberta that you'd think it'd be more of a competition or a rival but it's not it's not that case and and everyone is so supportive of one another and everybody builds off of one another and and it's more of like one big gigantic team in, in this industry. And that's something that, you know, I have learned and it's been that way pretty much from day one that Mm -hmm. like the support systems and the friendships, um, that have been built within this industry is, is something that's like irreplaceable. Like, I don't think you can find that really anywhere else in my opinion. And that's one thing I love about it.
1: Yeah. I would second that. Honestly, it's definitely the most collaborative industry I've ever been a part of. And Mm -hmm. it is very surprising because at the end of the day, these are all small businesses buying for people. People to buy their product, but they're also so willing to help each other and just boost each other. And you can look at social media as an example of this. They all like each other's stuff. They comment on each other. They'll post pictures of themselves with each other's product. I second that 100%. It's completely different.
0: Yeah. And it's lovely yeah. to see. It's not something you come across every day in, mm-hmm. in industry. So that's something that's always stood out for me. And, and I think will always continue to stand out for me as the top thing that I've ever learned in this industry and the friendships that you've you've been able to build through it as well, like for sure irreplaceable. So, yeah, I guess that kind of can lead into a bit of the purpose of our podcast to let everybody know why we're doing this. You know, this is something that we thought would be a really cool thing is in like a listen while you brew format. Um, Our podcast, you know, aims to provide the same educational and informational industry insight that you would experience from a conference just in a bit of a in a different way. So in upcoming podcasts, you know, we'll be speaking on topics such as quality control, market trends local agriculture, and the association's initiatives, which will include diversity in the industry, environmental impacts, and advocacy. While we expect our primary audience to be ASBA members, you know, this podcast also aims to promote the work of ASBA in increasing market share knowledge, you know, our field of glass story in Alberta, and promote local breweries. The purpose of this is to, for our listeners, to kind of, whether it's industry or the general public, like just to to have a better knowledge of what we're all about. It's
1: going to be an exciting podcast going Very up. exciting. Lots of great
0: topics coming up. I'm
1: excited. So since we recognize that it's not just our members that are listening, a little bit about what the Alberta Small Brewers otherwise and more affectionately known as ASBA is. So the intentions of the association are really to increase the market share of Alberta's small brewers. Uh, We ensure timely and productive advocacy to each level of government with other stakeholders and also to promote relevant and targeted communication to our members. Obviously, we always aim to have the most up-to-date information, help them out through their small businesses, through what's going on in the industry as well. And currently we represent about roughly 80% of Alberta's small brewers. That includes contract brewers and breweries and planning as well so keep your eye out for some of those new ones coming along and we also have a bunch of associate members who are related to the industry in some fashion whether it's through agriculture through packaging distribution a lot of restaurants that support support Alberta's craft brewing industry so they're they're also associate members with us and we love their support. Uh, We provide resources and best practices to our members to ensure that the industry is continually advancing. And we do host one of the few craft beer conferences in Canada. And we are very proud of the Alberta Craft Beer Awards, where we honor and acknowledge the best of Alberta craft beer annually.
0: Yeah, that's always an exciting time of year. Alberta Beer Awards is something I think everybody looks forward to. For sure. Uh, (laughs) Industry, you know, right, involved in the industry or not, like that's something that everyone, uh, I think, tunes into And and, uh, I'm sure as the time goes on with the more breweries coming up, it's going to be bigger and better every single year, which is very exciting. Absolutely. Um, It's a great way to showcase Alberta beer for sure. Mm -hmm. In our pilot episode, we will sit down with our member experience committee to discuss their roles in supporting the association while enhancing the commitment of ASBA to all members. right, so I'd like to welcome everybody for being here today Um, and I'd like to do a brief introduction of everybody in our first podcast. So we have our um, member experience committee and we're going to be doing a roundtable with these guys today. So I'd like to start off with a brief introduction. So we have Shane from uh, Blind Man Brewing in Lacombe. We have Eric from Folding Mountain, and that is located just west of Hinton. We have Lisa from Hubtown Brewing, which is located in Okotoks. Uh, Cole is Ben Stick Brewing in Edmonton. And Nick, unfortunately, couldn't be here with us today, but he is High River Brewing in um, obviously High River, Alberta. Some of the things I think we can discuss today is um, like committee supports the association goals and market share. So yeah, if you guys kind of want to go ahead and chime in on, on your thoughts and E <tos> what our committee's about and goals and things like that.
3: Thanks, Danielle, for the intro. And uh, hopefully thanks to everybody who's listening. It's a super good idea to have a podcast, a different way to connect with individuals and members uh, across the association. And by extension, that's uh, one of the goals of the the uh, member experience committee to try to just engage in, and make known all the priorities and uh, of the association, communicate to the members about uh, the different events that are going on and to uh, to help with planning those uh, those events and social gatherings in the future and uh, to try and uh, brainstorm different ideas about how to make the value of As been known to the members, and to uh, also communicate a lot of the goals and the wins that we have in all the other endeavors and the, the aspects that we're we're working on. Whether that be the policy committee that is driven by uh, Brad, and uh, the uh, ESG committee which is driven by Manjeet, and the finance committee that is driven by Charlie. Um, so again, this is a, a good way to just uh, recap what the the committees do, how we can communicate to the members, and how we can uh, hopefully get some feedback from you. Guys guys about how to do it better. Uh, so hopefully the podcast is, uh, well attended, well listened to, and, uh, you guys can all hopefully listen to it at your, at, uh, your own pleasure and on your own time.
4: Yeah. Lisa and Eric, you both joined the board at the end of 2020. Um, what made you want to join the board and this committee specifically, uh, Lisa, maybe we'll start with you.
2: The reason I wanted to join, uh, was really just to, per- just to offer a little bit of a, of a voice from a smaller rural taproom-focused brewery. So a little bit of representation from those of us that are kind of outside of all the excitement in in Central Calgary and in Edmonton. So that's that was my goal when I was coming on just to kind of have a little bit of a a voice at the table for the little guys I guess. and so in doing
4: that as well on the member experience committee are you hoping to drive some initiatives that include more of the smaller town rural breweries in our efforts oh absolutely
2: I mean we want to be a part of it as much as the big guys do and
5: Eric I was part of the membership committee last year Shane sort of got me roped into that and uh Knowing, knowing everything like um, that Asba was doing and after talking to Charlie from Troubled Monk and Shane, again, about the board and that kind of thing, I just felt uh, I should get more involved, you know, because we all have opinions on things and uh, I figured uh, this was... a. Uh Good way rather than to just uh, talk about it behind the scenes. Uh, So I to jump in.
1: Awesome. And Cole, as well, you took the opportunity to join the committee as a member who's not on the board. Um, What are you looking forward to accomplishing? What kind of things are you looking forward to ASBA doing this year?
6: Yeah, similar to Eric, I was just looking for more ways to just get involved. I had actually put my name in to be a board member and thankfully didn't get it because I don't have time to do everything Eric and those guys are doing, it. but still wanted to, to be able to see, have some have some say into some of the things we were doing at this Association C, help mold some of the events and the the things that we do as a group to to highlight the industry rather than standing back saying, as was not doing anything. I figured that I should A- see everything that has been going on that I just hadn't been able to pay attention to and B, be able to put our voice in on some of the fun things we have going to the members.
4: Great. So as you get more involved, you see more value in the association?
6: Yeah, it helps that through this, I was able to subscribe to the email that shows everything that you guys are doing. So the weekly email is a it's a good read.
0: That's good to hear. <laughs> now that we've kind of asked everybody this question, what's everyone mostly excited about for this year? I mean, obviously with COVID, things are a little bit different and we have to do things differently, but um, there's still some exciting things to look forward to no matter what's going on in the world. So what are you guys most excited about with, with ASBA this year and in the, the beer industry? and Alberta beer
3: uh, what am I most excited for in with regards to asthma this year there are a few things probably but uh, I'll let maybe other people take uh, some of the answers so I'll try to just pick one um, I think I'm I'm probably most excited for the way we're thinking about having Alberta Beer Week uh, be uh, a little bit more interesting this year um, with the culmination of the the series of podcasts that we're looking at doing and to bring forward um, the release of Unity Brew in, during Alberta Beer Week and to uh, to talk about uh, the Alberta Beer Awards during Alberta Beer Week. That Alberta Beer Week aspect is something that I'm super excited about because that is is something we're all going to be looking forward to this year potentially a social gathering, potentially uh, in Red Deer, and uh, looking forward to seeing a lot of that with all the other brewer's faces again.
2: Uh, What... excited for, I'm excited for I mean for the first time being a part of ASBA and getting to know people. You know one of the things as an outlier out in the rural area is we really don't know a lot of the brewers that are that are more central. So we're really looking forward to it. same thing, Alberta Beer Week, you know I can't wait to finally get out there and, and meet everybody and get to know what people are doing and why they're doing it and how they're doing it and strategize some collaborations where we can all grow the industry. I'm looking forward to seeing a big push on Alberta beer. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the local drive to support Alberta beer. Those things are, are high on my list of, of can't wait to see.
0: And Eric, do you have some thoughts on that?
5: I think, well, as far as Aspa goes, I just think there's, from what I've seen since, since we've opened, there's just, I think there's more momentum than ever before in terms of what we're doing, in terms of the progress we're making, in terms of the communication. So I see this year as a really big opportunity, despite the roadblocks that COVID's throwing at us. I think it's a huge year for ASBA to step it up a bit more, support support Alberta beer, but also just building the community that that we all want. And I think, uh, yeah, I think this is the best we've ever been.
6: Yeah, and Cole, what do you think?
5: Yeah, just building on Lisa's
6: point, like this, this year and last year with COVID, there has been a big push to supporting small local businesses and so seeing the the rise of Alberta beer locally in that just looking forward to some of the events and connections we make through as to our membership to to really highlight the great product that's being made here and slowly take market share from the big guys and keep the money in our backyard
0: yeah that's great sticking with the COVID conversation so since we're not really coming out of COVID just yet I mean we'd like to think that we are but we're not when we're able to what are our members really looking for that you know of what do you what would you like to see us to do or or different things of of us once we can kind of come out of that, that that these COVID days and kind of get a little bit more back to normal? Um, Shane, do you have any thoughts on that?
3: I think, uh, based upon the people that I've been talking to, one of the biggest things is kind of building on my last response was that people are, are really missing that, that social aspect of, of the craft beer community. I think the craft beer community in Alberta is, is extremely strong and, uh, and it's, it's a little bit regional, like the Calgary guys know the Calgary guys and the Edmonton guys know the Edmonton guys. Um, but one of the things that really helps with that is, is, uh, is that social aspect or or a social gathering that, uh, I think we're missing quite a lot right now. And, uh, I think there's still going to be a lot of value and a lot of uptake when, when we're able to hold a conference again and to, to, Make sure that we can uh, we can I, I guess push that uh, that message a little bit as well about uh, you know craft beer is is uh, is built on communities and uh, and to support that. So if there's uh, there's other ways that uh, that members think we can we can do better in terms of communicating and supporting that aspect of community, um, just fire us an email uh, or, or look us up uh, on the website or engage people on the on the uh, community forum on the website. Uh, other ways to reach out that might not be uh, you know uh, on social media or tech message, some other ways to, you know, to, to get that value and that, that sense of community. So I think that's what people are really missing right now, whether it's, you know, a conference or a beer festival. And the other thing that I think people are are really looking forward to coming out of COVID maybe is is going to be, uh, visiting each other's breweries too. um, you know, going on those road trips and and seeing what other taprooms are doing and and enjoying other people's spaces and checking out all those new breweries that are popping up everywhere still, uh, which is remarkable. There's a long list of new breweries that I haven't been to yet that I I definitely am going to look forward to, to, to visiting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I missed that too. And I can't wait to be able to do that again. Um, Lisa?
2: You know, I think uh, I think it's all going to be about freedom for the, for the people that I'm talking with. And one of the things that I was just talking about yesterday was what COVID has allowed for us. So all of the things that it's caused in the negative, some of the things it's allowed, like these expanded patios that we weren't anticipating AGLC ever agreeing to. And in fact, they fought it early on in the process. So those expanded patios could be our forever future that we wouldn't have in uh, had COVID not come and force us to, to push the envelope a little bit. What I say or what I think is, is we're looking forward to seeing some more freedom and cutting that red tape and making it possible to, to get our businesses running the way we want to run them, the way we think will will be most profitable and, and most beneficial to Albertans. And so I think that's what I'm looking forward to. I think that that's going to be kind of the, the sentiment right now is let's get some freedom to run our businesses without anybody telling us that we need to protect one side or another side.
0: Yeah,
5: that's great and eric what are you looking forward to the most i think uh a lot of what shane said you know getting out visiting other breweries it's just it's nice to sometimes chat about different things that we're Experiencing it might not be exactly the same, but you know, there's similarities we can find, and that's a nice thing. And the community is so nice and welcoming, and uh, just continuing with that and getting back to the in person stuff is what uh, definitely looking forward to the most.
6: Yeah, for sure. And Cole, uh, hugs are going to be awesome, very much looking forward to hugs to build on Lisa's point. There hasn't all been negative climate of COVID, like there have been some policy changes and trend changes, which have been really good to see. I look forward to things normalizing in a way that we can forecast sales a little bit. It's been a constant pivot up and down, left and right between draft sales and can sales. This way and that, making sure that you're accommodating bar customers while not running in a can. I mean, good, good problems to have in some senses, but very much looking forward to trends again instead of a constant pivot.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. No, those are those are all really good things. I I agree. I'm really looking forward to getting out and seeing everybody again. And yes, giving hugs. It's been a really long time. It's like a foreign thing for everybody now. So those are great. I guess, Shane, you had kind of briefly touched on this a little bit with um, some of the ASBA members and how they can get more involved with ASBA or in, in the association, whether it's a committee and whatnot. Are there any other things that you can think of of how to encourage some of our members to, to be more involved
3: pretty simply one of the biggest things are if you're if you're not if you have a question about something don't don't be afraid to shoot an email or telephone uh, and, and ask that's probably the biggest thing that i can encourage is to, uh, a, a more open communication uh, just to just to make sure that if you're not sure about something or not sure about how to get involved and you want to get involved shoot us an email there's going to be definitely some opportunities coming up very shortly for for members at large that that aren't board members to be more involved at your at your own discretion if you if you feel you can put a couple hours a week into something, let us know. Then we'll be happy to have that effort. I can mention a couple of things here. One of the big things that we're looking for for soliciting uh, help with this year is Unity Brew. Particularly, many people helped with Unity Brew last year, and we're looking for a few more individuals this year. Again, we're uh, we're looking to strike that uh, Unity Brew planning committee like right now. So if you have interest in helping plan that, let's uh, let's hear it. We'll happy to have some help, and it happens pretty smoothly this year. Um, last year was a, a really quick timeline on planning Un- Unity brew and that was uh, an ambitious effort, but we pulled it off and I want to make sure that uh, this year we can pull it off and uh, and make sure it's even better.
0: Um, Lisa or Eric or Cole, do you have anything you'd like to add into that one or did Shane mostly covered it?
6: I'll throw in that I- associations are great, but they're only as good as the effort you put in. To, to Shane's point, if you have an issue with something going on, reach out to someone on a committee or one of your board members that you know, or even if you don't know a board member, reach out to one of them. They're all very approachable people and very good about making time. To talk to you about your concerns. We're all reaching for the same goal. So make sure that if you are a member or you want to be a member and you have questions about it, reach out to someone that is involved. And if you want the association to be slightly different or Represent you better. You need to you need to get involved yourself and take some time and interact with it.
2: And don't be afraid to challenge us because the more challenges we have, the better we grow. Eric, any thoughts on that one?
5: <laughs> I think I think uh, Lisa and Cole both made really good points. It's it's easy to complain and not seek solutions or you know vent on social media, but you know if, if we're given the opportunity to engage and address those concerns head on, it helps all of us because lots of times you know things take on a life of their own once they social media and it might not even be accurate you know a lot of it's just opinion Um, so yeah just take any of us a note uh, and we can make sure we you know we talk it out or get to the right person to address your concerns I think that makes us stronger.
1: Yeah it's definitely one of those cases of we don't know what we don't know so unless you're talking to us we can't adequately represent anyone so yeah whether it's a board member or myself or Danielle we're always willing to listen and willing to have those conversations and making sure we understand everyone's point of view so definitely like Cole said the more you engage, the better the association will work for everyone. So yeah, definitely thanks for making those points. And Shane on Unity Brew last year, I'm just going to shout out like you and the team making that work, making it happen. That was amazing. Given that Danielle and I didn't really have experience in making Unity Brew happen, you were invaluable.
3: <laughs> thanks very much Blair. Um, I guess to just build on what what Eric was saying, like if you're a member that uh, has a question or an issue or something that is, uh, that is burning, you're probably not the only one. And so that's what uh, the community here is also here to help.
0: Yeah. That's great. So yeah, I think I've pretty much discussed everything I wanted to chat with you guys today. I think kind of coming down to the last little bit of this, we have some pretty exciting events uh, coming up in 2021. We've touched a little bit on them, but I thought maybe if, if you guys wanted to dig a little bit deeper into some of the, the exciting events. Shane?
3: Uh, sorry, I, I'm, almost, I'm almost going first. <laughs> I feel like I'm stealing the show. Uh, Unity Brew. Uh, again, we're looking for, for uh, individuals that are, that are looking to help plan Unity Brew uh, this year. So be on that Unity Brew planning committee. Lots of lots of opportunities. Opportunity to to engage in the, the, the membership here, I think, and uh, you know for everything from discussions of beer style to you know helping with recipe development to uh, helping with logistics and sales to you know if if it's possible we're not gonna we're not gonna hold our breath, but if it's possible to have an in person event, I, I don't want to stress the of that too much. But Unity Brew, I think, is is also a representation of of the community that we have in Alberta. I think we're fairly unique in the in, in, in amongst the associations across Canada that we host such an event or the representation of such an event, and also. Uh, to point out that unity brew is is a, a really good fundraiser for the association speaking about the 2020 funds from unity brew were the, the really the only income for the association in that year as the member dues were suspended to help out uh, members and their and their pocketbooks so it's a good way for to fund the association and a good way to to help us put on uh, other events or to uh, help us possibly even put together a podcast like this so I like to stress that one quite a lot
0: no that's great I guess one maybe that I can quickly touch on is obviously given the conference we've had to cancel it last year. This year, it's going to look a little bit different as well. So we are aiming as much as we possibly can is to still try and have some normalness this year. So the goal is COVID depending, obviously, is to still have a trade show um, during Alberta Beer Week at the Westerner Park in, in Red Deer. And hopefully that we can you know gather some some people for that. It might be a smaller version of it, might not be as big, but we are aiming to, to still have a trade show this year and hope that we can, this is something that we're able to, to pull off, I guess, just depending on risk restrictions and numbers and see how things are coming up in the fall. That is a plan and hopefully hopefully that's something that we can we can continue with. Who wants to talk about Alberta beer week? Alberta Beer Week, October 15th to 23rd. Woo! Hey, very exciting. Yeah, just to add to that,
4: Alberta Beer Week, We I think we've kept this mostly internal as the discussion goes, but kind of alluded to it already that Alberta Beer Week is going to be a bit more of an event this year, um, in part because it's in October and hopefully we'll be um, vaccinated by then um, and able to join together and host some more of those events that you guys have in the past, like tastings and meals with chefs and all these amazing wonderful events get people out to your breweries again Uh, but we're also planning to as Danielle said tie the trade show in there launch unity brew at the beginning of that week and then during that week have the beer awards be a part of it so making beer week a really big celebration a really big effort and a week where we can really appreciate Alberta beer and everything that goes into it. And the fact that it's such an amazing product and that you guys work so hard. So look forward to that. And as Lisa said, October 15th to the 23rd, mark that on your calendars.
0: Yeah. And hopes with the Alberta beer awards this year, we can again, have some type of an in-person gathering with that. Obviously we'll still be able to view it virtually as well, of course, but really hoping that we can kind of celebrate with all the winners together in, in one place would be, fantastic. So fingers crossed, that we're able to do that again. But either way, Alberta Beer Week will be, I think, a lot more memorable this year than every other year, just given the circumstances and, and the need for everybody to gather and just celebrate. And, you know, we've came a long way through COVID. So I think it's time that we're all able to to celebrate that. And maybe at that point, also have a farewell COVID party at the same time. So it would be great, but um, we'll see. So we are very excited about these events. Anything else that I'm missing, guys, that you want to address?
3: I mean, Maybe just a couple quick deep more details on on uh, the alberta beer awards uh so look to those uh, style guidelines being released pretty soon i don't know exactly when we'll throw them out there to the to the membership but we'll want to be uh doing that fairly soon so that obviously if the awards are going to be in october then the judging is going to take place earlier than that uh, entry submissions uh will have to be probably midsummerish. ish i'm going to throw that out there the other thing too is that there is the all alberta malt category and the all alberta malt and hops category that are still going forward this year which is pretty cool so if you if you know maltster and, you know, a hot producer, um, that's going to be an interesting endeavor this year. I think that'll be fun. And of course, uh, Alberta Beer Awards are are always are always awesome to have because then we get to hear Don Tess uh, and all of his puns. And so, we'll I think we're shy on those this year. Or Well, at least I'm not on social media as much, so maybe it's not. But <laughs> we, we definitely definitely miss his, his candor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess speaking to the Alberta Beer Awards or even the trade show or things like that, I'll mention too that we do still have sponsorship opportunities that are are available whether it's um, specific to the conference or the beer awards or an annual sponsorship so if you guys are interested in that or want to hear more about these opportunities uh, definitely feel free to reach out to myself or Blair give us a call or send us an email and we'd be happy to sit down and, and chat about that with you guys and I guess on the topic of an annual sponsor we do currently have one we have Liquor Connect so I just want to throw a big thank you out there to Liquor Connect and all the support that they've given ASBA over the year and even the previous years we really really appreciate them and thank you.
4: Are there any other things that we haven't touched on that you guys were hoping to put out there to the membership episode one of the podcasts? You
5: know, just one thing, just to have everyone understand that despite everything that we've seen this year, we have tried to push along to do these kind of events that hopefully we can hold and fall and, you know, adapt it as necessary to help continue to propel the industry craft beer in Alberta forward. People may not always see what's happening, but, you know, please know that uh, ASBA is doing, you know, everything that we can. And to continue on and. and Get back to you know what we want things
3: to be. It's a really good point, Derek. Uh, and this this podcast is kind of one of those the embodiment of one of those ideas is to try to try to make sure that we're still communicating and we're still looking at it and and brainstorming different ways to bring that uh, knowledge and that and those efforts uh, to the to the membership. So the other thing maybe we should mention is that this is a series of podcasts and that there's going to be some six, eight, I don't know, <laughs> some throughout the calendar year here, and that they are not always just going to feature us. There's going to be other other individuals from other committees, other members at large, other potentially you know, other speakers that we'll bring in to do the podcast with us. So be they people that have technical experience in other realms, or be they vendors, or or other, other aspects of, of uh, the craft beer industry that we're, we're looking to feature and and learn from. So look to those those future podcasts.
6: Even if you're a small member and you've got an idea for, for an event or something that might be too big or out of reach for you, reach out to someone on the Member Experience Committee and we might be able to get some more legs on the ground and make something like that happen that benefits everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a great point there, Cole. This is kind of nearing the end of it, so I want to thank all of our listeners and and all of uh, our Asba members and supporters and thanks everyone for for being a part of this and um yeah we'll look forward to continuing with with more podcasts we have some pretty great ideas behind future ones and um whether it's educational series or just having some special guests things like that so um, we're really excited to be able to share that with everybody in the upcoming months so till next time
4: much to our member experience committee uh, if you have ideas for the podcast please let us know send your
0: ideas to admin at albertabrewers.ca Great. And please stay tuned for upcoming episodes on our socials. So we have our Instagram handle, which is at Alberta Brewers. On Twitter, we are at Elta Brewers. And on Facebook, we are Alberta Small Brewers Association. So follow those and um, we'll be updating all of our podcast information as, as we go along. And we're very excited to have you join us for future episodes. Yeah. Catch you next time. Cheers we